Hey bestie, it's your girl Mindy. You know what? You caught us snoozing this week, which means we didn't have a chance to record a new episode. But don't worry, you know we're both Virgos, we have you covered. We call this episode From the Dream Vault. It's a collection of catnaps that never made it into a previous episode. So we hope you enjoy. We'll see you again next week. And until then, sweet dreams, bitches. Check, check, check. Okay. Do you want me to start? Yeah. I've got a catnap from Julie, and she's from Marion. Okay. I had a dream when I was like eight or nine where I was in some dark underground corridor being carried by what I assumed were druids wearing those typical brown robes. Mm. Oh, you know, the druid outfit. The typical druid. The druid uniform. The druid uniform. (laughs) I was kicking and screaming, flailing about, and they were carrying me by my arms and legs. I think there were four, so one had each limb. They get me to the middle of some large hallway and just drop me on the ground, pull back their hoods, and they were the Hanson brothers. <laughs> and they start singing Mbop or whatever of that song they was. Did. And when I woke up, that song was playing on my alarm clock. <laughs> Ooh, so we have some sensory incorporation in this one. I wonder if this was just a druid dream. Oh. oh. <laughs> Remember they were saying they're all this? Okay. No. We're recording a podcast. Okay. We can't be doing this right now. Um, national alert. Thank you. It's a test, but we're recording. Um, <laughs> government, we're kind say? of busy. You can't be recording national tests during our recording session. I'm sorry. That's rude. It's just <laughs> rude. Joe and team, like, we what do you got? What's going on Russia. here? We already have to deal with North Korea. You know, out to get us. We have to deal so with, with bad audio Korea, issues. We don't need. We don't need the U.S. government coming after us with their warning labels. <laughs> their warning labels. Stop. <laughs> their warning labels. I don't know where we left off with that one. Whew. Got me scared. For I a don't. Second. Oh, of course you can't yes, mute that. Okay, we're, we're with the we're with the druids. M-bops. Yeah. Oh, yes, they're <laughs> druids. Oh, we finished brothers. it. We finished yeah. that one. Yes, we finished it. It was Love a it. good one. Okay, Thank well, you, Julie. Thanks, Julie. And the government. <laughs> and the government. <laughs> the FCC or whoever's running it. Like, we are just like, huh? 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 Like, I could hear it. I could hear you. <laughs> oh, I knew it was coming, ringing. but you I forgot what time it was. Yeah. Ringing. I could hear my actual phone. I could hear it through the microphone. <laughs> All right, this next catnap comes from Mac, and Mac is from Ames, Iowa. Oh. So I had this disturbing dream last night where flying drones with cameras attached to them were trying to fly into my old apartment. <laughs> I don't remember too much of the dream, except for I was trying to close all of the windows and curtains to prevent them from flying inside and seeing what was inside my family's apartment. Oh, secret secrets. My family, that's why they had the alarm going off, by the way. I guess. <laughs> Low-flying drone warning. Low-flying drone. <laughs> My parents didn't believe the drones were nefarious and ended up reopening the windows to let some fresh air inside. I kept reclosing them and they kept reopening them. I remember being so frustrated and scared. And I think that the drones were part of some new government surveillance program, too. Uh-oh. Then the dream transitioned to another dream, but I can't remember that one. And then I woke up. 
That happens. That'll happen. It happens. Yeah. No, I don't want drones in my house. I'm okay with that. I agree. I think we're getting closer and closer to that being a reality every day. <laughs> True. But as of right, I really don't want it. I, I don't. don't yeah, outside I my house, fine. Delivery of things. Porch. Don't come in. Porch drop off. Porch is fine. Tr- porch drop <laughs> is fine. All right. I've got Jake, and he's from Monticello. A week ago, I had a dream where I was playing with Silly Putty in a dark room. Hmm. Well, it's that tactile. Else? <laughs> Not sure. Sure, you were. So. <laughs> sure, Silly Putty, sure. After a bit, my dad comes into the room and says, What are you doing? I then ignored him, and he repeatedly asked me the same question for like a while. And I finally Dad, get out of here. I'm I'm just just pulling pulling my putty. Shut the door. Shut the door. Don't turn on the light. Don't turn on the light. (laughs) I finally screamed a mash of vulgar words and basically told him to shove his thoughts up his ass. He then tried to take the putty away, and I bit a chunk out of his hand. (laughs) Sorry. He really, really wanted to play with that putty. He wanted that silly putty. I bit a chunk. When you got the craving. (laughs) Out of his hand while he was screaming on the floor, and while I'm still verbally assaulting him, my putty grew legs and walked away. If that's not a dream, I don't know what is. (laughs) The putty is like, I can't take this toxic area, this toxic home. I don't need this toxic relationship. I'm out. (laughs) I'm going to form some legs and walk on away. (laughs) Jake, next time you want to play with your putty, lock the door. Just lock the door. Little privacy. Don't forget the newspaper, too, because, you know, (laughs) you spread it. We'll take. <laughs> I've got one here from Liz, and Liz is from San Diego, California. I wish I were in San Diego, <sighs> Me California. Too. Love San Diego. So I had a freaky dream this morning. I was in oh. my room, and hanging from the ceiling was this overly sized banana. Say, like, mm. three or four times or more the size of a normal banana. It was Bananas brown. Are pretty small. Though. So it's still not I mean, that big. I mean, maybe it's, it's like a so two-foot still, banana. It's. I mean, it's gonna be noticeable, but it's not like gonna be like a twenty-foot banana. <laughs> it's only three or four times. It's like, it's that's like your daily allowance of potassium right there. I mean, if you can eat a four-foot banana, you're good to go for your your potassium for the day for the month for the month for the month. <laughs> it was browning with some spots on it, and there was this hornet. Like, of some kind, maybe, like, one of those Asian ones swarming around it. Okay. I no longer want this banana. I don't want this banana either. (laughs) Bigger isn't always better, Mindy. Bigger isn't always better. (laughs) When it comes to bananas, bigger's not always better. You're right. The hornet seemed to climb into the top of the banana stem where it seemed to be, like, meet the ceiling. But there was this, okay. like, pipe tube that connected to it. And the pipe didn't quite fit to the top of the banana perfectly. It was... <laughs> this is complicated. <laughs> I was trying to get my electric inset- insect bat ready. You know, the ones that look like a tennis racket, but they're electrified. Just yes. to swat at this wasp, this giant banana hornet. 
giant banana hornet. <laughs> as I grab my as I grab my insect bat, the batteries fell out. Oh, I was fumbling trying shit. to get the batteries back in when it came for me and I started swinging at it. <laughs> but then the giant hornet banana banana hornet landed on top of me with no warning. Oh swing, no. swing with all my might. I just couldn't <laughs> knock it away. And then I woke up. <laughs> Well, I hope the hornet, banana, giant, wasp. Was it, did he live in the banana? Do like do hornets do do hornets love bananas? Maybe that hornet and that banana had a special relationship. <laughs> I don't know if all hornets and bananas. Is it a horny hornet? It might be a horny hornet. And you know what makes you horny? It's our giant bananas. I think I just got to leave that lay right there. I can't see anything yeah. better. Nope. Yeah. Done. Well, good luck with that one, Liz. <laughs> I'd call Thanks, the exterminator, Liz. though. Call yeah. the exterminator. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. You got another one for us. I do. And this one, his name is Ziam. I don't know where Ziam. he's from. Ooh, love it. Yes. Z-I-A-M. Not enough Z names. Not enough. Not there enough. are not enough Z names. You've got mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. Yep. The youngest son's name starts with a Z. Yep. But that's okay. Not I remember waking up, but not being able to move my body. This mm. has happened before. In my head, I was thinking, oh, this is sleep paralysis. <laughs> yeah. I know what to do. Curl my toes as hard as possible until they dig into my feet. That's some flexible toes. And he says, it's a useful tip if you didn't know it. How long are your toes? My toes can't. My toes I'm, dr- I'm trying it right now. I My toes to... don't curl but if you with that flexibility. your feet, I think it's the same intention. I'm, maybe if you put them together, like praying feet. <laughs> the praying. <laughs> put your feet in the praying position and then you can dig toenails into each other of your feet. I feel okay. very relaxed mm-hmm. right now. Zen. <laughs> but the odd thing, not this, but the mm-hmm. odd thing was it didn't work. I made the conscious mm-hmm. effort to move my toes, but nothing happened. That's odd, I thought. But oh well, I'll just close my eyes and try to fall back asleep. I've been in sleep paralysis so many times I didn't even care about this. Ugh. That, yeah. That sucks. Yeek. Don't like it. I know. That sucks. For some reason, my body wasn't letting me take in air regularly. My lungs simply wouldn't work. My body would go 10 to 15 seconds without breathing. Then I'd sharply gasp for air. I had no mm. control over this. Every time the interval, which I wasn't breathing, got longer. At one point, Ugh. I know. I'm like, I'm holding my breath just listening I'm to I'm holding this. my breath trying to read this, and I'm like, that's not going to work. At one point, I didn't breathe for 40 seconds. I thought I was going to die. Oh. I tried to curl my toes, but to no avail. All of a sudden, I hear a loud thump and scream. It was my little sister. She got hurt. Oh, no. And from the repeated thumps, it sounded like she had fallen down the stairs. I couldn't do anything because I was stuck in the sleep paralysis. Oh, no, I don't like this. And I was blacking out because I wasn't 
breathing regularly. Mm, it's a nightmare. I got to the point where I forgot where I was and I was losing it. Mm-hmm. Zion, please help. I can't walk. I heard it ever oh. so faintly. But the soft, defeated whispers of my little sister gave me the biggest rush of adrenaline I've ever had in my life. I shot up and out of bed within seconds and ran over to my sister. I helped her to a sofa and eventually got her to a hospital. Her ankle was broken, but she was fine. The rest of the day, I was restless and couldn't think straight. The adrenaline was pumping through me for hours and made me feel like I had five cups of coffee. I've had sleep paralysis a few times after that, but it never got as bad as that. Oh, gosh. I'm so glad he, like, was able to shake himself from it. Oh, his little sister. Can you believe he helped his little sister? Oh, my God. Oh, that's got to be a terrible feeling not to be able to. And then also being able to, like, pull yourself from it. Yikes. That sucks. All right, I got a dream here from Larry, and he's from Indiana Town, Florida, which I Indiana didn't even know existed. Town? Yeah. Wow, that is an interesting name, especially for Florida. Indiana Town, Florida. Okay. He titles this Winning the Lottery. Nice. You know those crazy Floridians and how they love their lotto. They love their lotto. Here we go. I had a crazy set of three consecutive dreams last night. The first dream was way longer and ended in me buying a $20 scratch-off and winning $1 million. At a scratch-off? Nice. (laughs) I woke up right afterwards and I was like, damn. Immediately, I fell back asleep. And in my dream, my second dream, I thought I was awake. And I was like, damn, I can't believe that was a dream. I should buy a scratch-off. So I bought a scratch off and I won $50,000. Keep going, man. Keep he's going. Like, he like thought he was awake. He's like, I'm going to go buy a lotto ticket. And he's like, oh, damn it. I'm still sucks. sleeping. Now he's out a million dollars and no, a million fifty. Right? Yep. Was I, Im- I immediately woke up and was like, God damn it. Then I fell back asleep. And then oh, my no. dream, I was like, damn, I can't believe I won both jackpots both times in my dream it must be a sign so i bought another five dollar scratch off <laughs> and one and one of course two million dollars nice <laughs> i was like fuck yes and i immediately woke up and was like are you kidding me poor guy the end three times three fake wigs one night oh. Heartbreaking. I'm, I'm so sorry. That's Larry. That really sucks. To think you're awake twice and be I like, know. oh, I should go buy a lottery ticket and, and then win and be like, oh, but to think nope. you've won like millions and millions. then you wake up and be like, oh, I mean, fuck. 50,000 is not, that's kind of a low one. Oh, well, I take it. <laughs> one million, two million, and then like a measly 50K. Come on. Mindy, dream you better. are just <laughs> dream better. <laughs> wow okay well yep yep i have a dream from janice and she's from topeka okay when i was pregnant i had the weirdest dream i hear that happens weird pregnancy <laughs> a few times yeah <laughs> i was cleaning the house that i grew up in no i wasn't pregnant in my dream my parents had long since moved out of the house and lived in another town the 
Here's another bee story. There was a bee in the house. It was huge, about a foot long. And proportionally... No. That's a big big bee. That's like a small cat. That's like a cat size bee. That's longer than my cat Kiki. I don't think she's Um, even mm. foot long. Okay. How big's the stinger if the the bee's that long? Yeah, it does say it was proportionally sized. So the stinger was probably also like a six inch stinger. (laughs) Probably. Um, I'm good. I don't want that bee around me. No thanks. No bees for me. Except it had a human face. (laughs) Oh. I don't know if that makes it better or worse, to be honest. I think it makes it so much worse. (laughs) So creepy to me. That's really creepy. I was chasing it around the house with a broom, trying to get him out. Like a broom? A broom. I think it takes more than a broom to get a, a, a foot-long bee out your house. <laughs> I'm not I just live in my house. I'm calling I, an exterminator. I'm letting the bee take over. I've just you given can up have on, it. You can have the house. I'll Enjoy just my four-bedroom home. <laughs> I'll see you later, face, face-looking bee. Face bee. Like, what, what kind of face bee? What kind of like face did he have? Is it like, like a snarl? Is it like I a don't smile? Know. Hmm. I feel like maybe it's a happy bee just got caught in the house and didn't mm, mean to sure. get there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Giant <know>? bee. <laughs> I like it. So I was trying to explain to it <laughs> that I wanted it out of the house and he wouldn't go. I finally hit it with the broom and he said that I shouldn't have done that because now he had to sting me. <laughs> oh. Uh-oh. Which he did in my leg. It didn't hurt very much, but the stinger broke off in my leg. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) Then huge. He fell to the floor crying. (laughs) I went over and picked him up and held him in my lap (laughs) while he told me that since he had stung me and lost his stinger, he was going to die. And he died in my lap. And then (laughs) I I woke up crying. (laughs) I don't think I. That's very, very kind of you to hold very that bee kind. It in your arms as he passed. Bee, the bee stung her, and she still comforted it. That must be her uh, motherly nature coming out. That's her, nice. Very, very nice. I mean, but, you know, it, the, the bee did humanize himself by having a human face and right? talking. Maybe he was trying really hard. It's like when you get yeah. kidnapped and you're trying to, like, let them Just know. humanize yourself? Humanize don't hit me with yourself? the broom, man. No, don't hit me with the broom. If he had shan't hit him with a broom, he wouldn't have stung her, and he might still be alive. <sighs> yeah, I thanks, Janice. But I liked it. That was a great one, Janice. <laughs> I know what I do not want to dream about tonight. Thank you. Giant bees, foot long bees. Giant bees. Nope. <laughs> Please and thank you, <laughs> Brenda from Waterloo. Well, hello to all of our Iowa peeps. Hey, peeps. Holla. Okay. I had a dream that an unseen entity tried to possess me. Mm. For context, I had been recently watching The Dead Files. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that show. Oh. Love that show. Okay, okay. I would watch it. What, have you ever seen The Dead Files? I have not. So it's, it's like a crime show. Okay. But they bring in a detective and Like real psychic. life or is it fiction? No, real okay, life. Okay. Real life. Like a detective and a psychic. Oh. And they 
tried to see the, if the psychic can put together Ooh, like what happened. It's so like interesting. It. And then they have the actual detective with that kind of mentality going in towards it. So oh, she's awesome. Okay. So she was watching the Dead Files, and Amy was telling someone she had psychic abilities and that she should open herself up to communication from the dead periodically because fighting it all the time could cause issues. So in my dream, I'm thinking some dead person wants to communicate with me. And I said something along the lines of, I open myself up to the dead and the breath was knocked out of me. Okay, that's why I say all the time, not. That's not what I say all the time. I'm not going to repeat it. Okay, because I feel like it would be bad juju. Yeah, very bad. Don't say that. Don't say it. I felt something I couldn't see jump into my body. Mm. I threw up a black substance along with blood. I realized I'd been tricked into letting something, possibly a demon, enter my body. Yeah, you think? I think so. I began reciting the Lord's Prayer, and I woke with a gasp. I actually had been speaking out loud and woke my dog oh, who oh, was sleeping oh. next to me. <laughs> poor pups. Aw, poor pups. But that's the end. Oh, He's like, what's wrong? Oh, what a terrible, what's wrong? terrible dream. Can I help you? Can I help you? What's going on? Hey, you want to go to play Mama, pet? Mama, Do you want to go Mama, take me for a Mama, walk? Mama. I got to go outside. <laughs> hey, I'm kind of hungry. Do you want to cuddle? Because I want to cuddle. I'm going to sit right here on your face. <laughs> yep. Is that what your dog does? Not so much a face sitter, but I sent you a picture of my last night. Yes. So after your after your power went out last night, and I was busy editing last week's episode, my dog was like in a hyper state. Kingston wanted to play, and I'm trying to edit, and just kept bringing me his stingray. I love And then stingray. I sent you a picture. He finally like passed out on the floor next to me. Like cuddling his stingray. It was like stuffy. the cutest thing. It was <laughs> okay, just I'm gonna put that. Like okay, I have to put that on the Facebook cute. group. Kingston sweet pup cuddling his stingray. Boy. Yeah, he's a good boy. Well, Brenda, thank you for your dream. Oh, this one's from Frederick, and he's from Las Vegas. LV. LV. The rapture happened. Okay. Okay. <laughs> of course. Bummer. The only, the, um, total bummer. Totally hate when the rapture happens and I'm trying to just Ugh, go to the casino. I mean, come on. The only people who couldn't go were people wearing light blue jeans and a green shirt. I got oh. lifted up, but decided to go back down to save everyone. It's nice. In or, in or, it was very nice. Very in kind. order to save someone, though, I had to kill the giant vultures who were sitting on them. Oh. Ow. That's tough. Once the vultures were dead, the people could be lifted up to the sky too. Oh. And then I woke up. I I'm surprised it had a dress code. Yeah. Like, I didn't know the rapture you were had light, a dress code. <laughs> right? Light blue <laughs> jeans and green shirts. I think you're so sitting down. Say, Mark might not make it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't Sorry. Uh, well, you better say your goodbyes now. Just green is his favorite color. Oh, I can't. Boy. No, he usually has he has dark blue jeans. So maybe he's okay. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, it's very specific light blue jeans. You know, okay. it's not just jeans. Phew. Thank God. Thank God it's light. Don't just let him wear dark jeans from now on. That's all I'm going to let him wear, just in case. 
there's no specific shade of green. So I think you're okay with the shirt. I think it's the jeans. You just stay away from the light. Stay, the light. Got it. Light blue. I'm going to make a note. Yeah, make a note. Burn all of his light blue jeans. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Thanks, <all> Frederick. Right. <laughs> Thanks, Frederick. Oh, that was funny. This dream comes from Fatima from Mount Airy, Maryland. That's oh. called Killer Grandma. Oh, no. I love when there's I love when there's titles. <laughs> I know. Me too. But do we do we really? Um okay. <laughs> Fatima says, I only remember the scary part of my dream, even though there was much more. Oh. But I remember walking out of my garage and there was a lady in my driveway. She was old and slow, and she looked like the stereotypical white grandma. Okay. Gotcha. I can picture it. I got it. I got it. Right in my here. head, right here, yeah. Grandma, my mind. And I think she was drunk because she was stumbling. <laughs> drunk Grandma. Drunk white ass Grandma. <laughs> she had one too many gin and tonics. Yeah, or maybe one too many beers. Or <laughs> I love a Boone's beer drinking Grandma. Oh, Ooh. Boone's Farm. Oh yeah, don't even Boone's mm. Farm. It sounds Welcome so back delicious, to the 90s. but it makes my stomach hurt at the same time. <laughs> That and hooch. And hooch. Do you remember hooch? Who got the hooch? Baby. Baby. It was that lemon malt beer that... Not good. This would have been like my freshman year of college, and it was like that malt liquor that got you into drinking because it was mm-hmm. t- it tasted like lemonade. Yeah. But two that in, I was gone for like an hour, and then I could come back. <laughs> I had my tummy ache hour and then I would be back. Like you like rally. Yeah, of course. <laughs> but anyway, drunk grandma in the driveway is where we're at. Got it. Okay. Grandma asked me, Can I go inside your house? I obviously said no. Then she says, <laughs> I'm going to stab you. And she oh. brings out a tool with a razor blade and she swings, cutting me right in the face the first time around. What the hell? Truck grandma. grandma. <laughs> Cut her off. <laughs> <laughs> Cut her off. That's enough. <laughs> grandma. Grams. Grandma's stop. swinging her bl- razors again. She's had too many goddamn beers. Take away her cane and settle down. <laughs> Take the tennis balls off her walker. <laughs> she can't go that See how far. far she gets. Yeah, it's a lot slower without the tennis balls on there. Fatima says, I was genuinely feeling fear at this time, and it felt very real. I remember yelling for help, running, even though, looking back, I could have beat her up because she was <laughs> sluggish and slow. She just had a really yeah. quick hand with that stabbing. I mean, but if she knows she has it now, she could probably fight against it. For some reason, I end up back at my house, and the last thing I remember was telling my parents about the lady who tried to kill me. Yep. That's what I would be telling them, too. Stay away from drunk white grandmas. Mm-mm. Dangerous. You, you never see it coming is the thing. Never see you, it coming. You wouldn't expect it. Mm-mm. All right. I've got Tyra here from Montauk. Okay. Mm, I love Montauk. I'd love to go to Fun. Montauk. Mm, maybe someday. When I'm famous and can go to the Hamptons and whatnot. Let's go. 
I once saw, I think this is interesting, I once saw the same dream with my mother. Okay. I just find the wording interesting. This is going to be an interesting All right. I was seven years old, so I don't remember a lot of details, but I remember the dream so vividly now as if I had just seen it. Hmm. In my dream, I was kidnapped and locked up Mm. in some big hole, like a cave. It was pitch black inside, and the only thing I could see was the piercing light coming from the hollow ceiling. Mm -mm. I remember how terrified I was, screaming for my mother to come and help me. And that's when a silhouette appeared near the hole. Okay. Next thing I remember was my mother's voice screaming my name. When I woke up, I called my mother and she ran into my room. Then, when I told her about my dream, she looked confused for a while. It wasn't until the morning when she would tell me her dream. Oh. Where I was kidnapped from her and she was searching for me all over until she found me in the middle of a no. desert. No. Inside a big no. black hole. No. <laughs> I don't you know, like it. it. Crazy? I don't like it. She told me she found me by my screams. And as soon That's as she insane. called my name, the dream was over. So as if it weren't creepy enough, recently my mother told me that in her dream, there was actually something mm. standing next to me in the darkness, but she didn't want to creep me out since mm-hmm. I was only seven years old. Well, it's just I literally got just chills right now with that, that dream. Bizarre? Like that is as a mother to daughters. Ugh. That well, is right. horrifying. But they, she heard her dream, scream in the dream, and she found, I mean, it's bananas. E- it's so cool. Uh, it is so cool, but it's like, why Why does our mind put us through this? Right. That's the question. Like, you're like, I worry 24 hour, or no, I worry every waking hour. Do I have 24/7. to worry? 24-7. Do I have to worry during my sleep, too? Yes. I, the no. answer is yes, as a mother. I guess so. Should, you never you know, get... You, <laughs> You never get rest. You shouldn't. You have never to, get time off. You don't get to. You should get to rest, but you just don't get to. But That's yeah, awful. Wow, well, thank you wild. for sharing. Oh yeah, eek, eek, Tyra, eek, eek. Bindi <laughs> says eek. I say eek. I don't like it. <laughs> okay, so this next dream comes from anonymous. Okay, but it is from Australia. So just the only thing we know is Australia from anonymous. Hmm. So I've been having the same reoccurring dream for a long time now. I'd say a good five or six years. That is long. It's starting to concern me because it's slowly getting in the way because I constantly think about it and try to work out what it means. Background. Okay, good. I was like, oh boy, here we go. I am currently engaged. Mm -hmm. Let's call my fiance, Brian. Let's do it. Background. I also have a good guy pal I've known for 12 years, and somehow I've always adored and admired and looked to him. He's kind of been on the dark side of my life and then the happy side. Let's call him Paul. Okay. So Brian engaged in real life. Paul, Paul friend. 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 Pal, friend. Okay. Okay. In my dream, I'm in a beautiful ball gown wedding dress, heading to mm. my wedding with my fiance, Brian. It's a lavish day, very elegant. I get to the ceremony site and I can see my name and my fiance's name on the entry signs. And I can see the date too, September 23rd. 
But the year changes every time I have this dream. Huh. But in my last four dreams, it's been 2026. We're okay. All right. Let's keep going. (laughs) My dad is walking me down the aisle towards my fiance. There's these massive big doors that open to the entrance, and my dad is walking me down the aisle towards my fiance. I can see him in front of us. Mm-hmm. I see Brian down the end of the aisle. As soon as I pass the big flower arch and the start of the chairs, I no longer see Brian, but I see oh. Paul at the end of the aisle. Oh. <laughs> okay. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> but I don't stop walking towards the altar. I get down there and my fiance Brian is nowhere to be found. I end up marrying my friend Paul. I look around and all the guests, though, are friends and family of me and Brian. Weird, okay. The reception is beautiful and I always seem shocked when I hear my first dance song. I expect it to be the Tim McGraw song I have picked out for our actual wedding between me and Brian. But the song that plays is a Celine Dion song. What? Hashtag. I don't know. This is. Oh my God. Celine Dion. Hashtag. (laughs) What does Celine Dion dream? Yay. (laughs) But wait, hold up. Because I'm so invested in this dream. Menage a trois. Yeah. It's a weird one. So, you gotta know. Mm, mm. Celine, first of all, darling babe, from the beautiful country of Canada. Canada. Canada, let us know. Fre- French Canada. <laughs> French Canada, Celine, let us know what you dream, first and foremost. Play? Ooh, s'il vous plaît. Mm. Mm-hmm. S'il vous plaît, merci. Mm. Mm. <laughs> merci beaucoup. <sighs> but going back Ooh. to this dream. Oh, boy. The song she has picked out for her regular, her normal wedding coming up. It's not played. Okay. Celine Dion. What Celine Dion song would you? Oh, I know it's My Heart Will Go On is what's playing. I could hear it in you reading it to me. I know that's what song is playing. Right? It has <laughs> to be that one. <laughs> My heart mm. will go. It's a Titanic song, you right? Have you have That is classic. Yeah. The wedding seems to cut off after the first dance, and we leave and turn up at a huge house that has the most beautiful view, but I don't recognize it. By the way, Paul is from England, and maybe it's there, and I am from Australia, and that's where the dream stops. She goes on to say, what do I make of this all? It plays on my mind, and I cannot understand what it's telling me. Sidebar, here's an extra story. Okay. Footnote. In regards to the friend in my dream and our connection, we -hmm. have previously spoken about the attraction we have to each other when we first met. It was all attraction from looks and a small amount of support we gave each other throughout the time of our lives. However, it never turned to anything beyond a conversation, as he was married and I was single at the time. Now he's divorced, and I am engaged. Oh. Ooh, 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 ooh. Okay. Ah. 
Timing so, is always off when it's the person you're supposed to be with, it seems like, mm, right? Somehow you find each other. And this is what I'm thinking. Sometimes it takes time, right? It, like, of course. He was married. She wasn't. She's engaged. He isn't. Like, the timing's mm. not right. But guess what? In three years, 2026, like the sign says. That's true. Could be the perfect timing when everything lines up for Paul and Anonymous. I love this dream so much. I <laughs> want to know, Anonymous, please, darling love, you have to give, give us a update. follow up. Yeah, we we have update. to know. And it might be, it might just be that the part that won't play out is playing out in your mind and your mm-hmm. subconscious. Yeah. But it just might be that there's still some feeling there. Something there. You got to explore it a little Ooh. bit, right? Since it's not yeah. going away, sometimes you gotta look a little deeper. Yeah, sometimes it's all about timing. It's how it it's how it was with Mark and I. It's all about timing. Can I tell you something real quick? Of course. So I was recently at my cousin's wedding and you wouldn't believe their story. So they met when in junior high when they were thirteen. But Okay. She she was Junior his, High. Like, yeah, she was his biggest crush. She was his biggest. His so he wanted her, he, like, since yes. he was 13. Oh, cute. Since 13, oh. right? Yeah. So this wedding was 44 years in the making. My God. Which is wow. just amazing. So it, it can happen, people. But the point is, he asked her to dance at a school dance. Aww. It was the last song. He finally got the courage. And she did. And he always remembered how Little kind and chills. sweet she was. Um, I think then he moved, like, to a different school. They didn't talk. They ran into each other again, I think, in their mid-20s or something along those lines. Okay. We're trying to date again. Like, it was a whole production of getting them back together in, like, the mid-90s. But she was living in Arizona. He was in California. The long-distance thing just wasn't working, and thus, they parted ways again. But as he explained it, because he told this beautiful story, he goes, it's meant to be that way. Because both of them had marriages and had their only children while Mm -hmm. they were apart. So they're like, we had to be apart because this brought our children into the world. Her two girls and his son. Mm. You know, so they wouldn't be there if they had stayed together. So that's the important part. And then now they've been dating for seven years since they reconnected and just got married. So, like I said, it was 44 years All in the making. All about timing. You never know. All about timing. You never know. I just shot an engagement session for a couple where they had gone to high school together. Mm-hmm. She was his biggest crush. Like, Aww. he had the biggest crush on her in high school. She won, didn't care. Had nothing to do yeah. with it. Um, went to different colleges. They're both now doctors in their residencies. Oh, my gosh. They ended up being in Chicago. They're not from Chicago. Ended up being in Chicago at the same time for residencies. Reconnected. And now they're getting married. Isn't that amazing? Timing. It's all about timing. Timing, Anonymous. Just timing. You never know. Paul, Brian, let us know. How does it work out? I'm dying to know. And invite us and to the wedding. I was going to say, no matter which wedding, wedding it is, because we'll go. We'll be there. Australia, we're coming. Mm-hmm. Or England. Oh, but then that means it's Brian. I mean, mm-hmm. it means it's Paul. Paul. 
stay tuned. <laughs> I love it. Love it. Love it. That was fun. Thank you so, so much for sticking around for this off-air episode. It's so much fun. We'll be back with you guys again next week. But until then, sweet Sweet dreams, dreams, bitches. bitches. We did it.